Is there no cold open? No, this is a hot open. Yeah, it's it's hot outside. You guys always doing this these stupid temperature gags. Matthew when, just lit a cigarette. It's will, definitely heating up. When will you learn? No one likes weather puns. Can, Seriously, Brandon, why are you can, so depressing? Who's weather pun? Yeah, cheer up. It's because I'm here. Oh, Who yeah. are you? Disclaimer. This is a completely fictional podcast. So, if you're offended, grow up. To the Dabs and Blabs podcast. That's us. I'm your host, Matthew. I am your a uh I'm your two lips of this podcast. Like the flower. Uh to my left, I got my good friend uh keeps the bugs away, Seven Jill. A what? Who? <laughs> to my left again, I got Bird Bath Brandon. So we're in the we're, we're in the garden. We're garden, garden theme. Garden, Got it. Garden. <laughs> you all wish you were in a garden. Oh no. And, and last, garden. You got us talking to the mic. What are you doing? <clears throat> yeah, you went quiet on us. Sorry. I I was sorry, now I'm on my stool properly. Hey, and hey. octopus's garden? Okay, that that's wait shit. And last <laughs> but certainly <laughs> not least Sir Cameron? The fourth? fourth? Holy shit, what? Yeah. Back from the dead, what's up? Well, Keith's yeah. on a road trip, so uh, we had I, to tag in. And I out. have been dead. The original Keith. <laughs> Ted, yeah. yeah this was, whole time. Can I just call you okay from now on? Okay. Yeah, the original Keith. Oh. No. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Anyway, you're tuned to the Dabs and Blabs podcast. Yep. We do two things here. Yeah. We dab, mm-hmm. and we blab about whatever comes into uh, our egotistical minds. <laughs> sounds, Speak for yourself, sounds, Matthew. It sounds weird this time, yeah. Usually okay. sounds fun. Uh, listen, take the trash out. Be a role model to your kids. Throw all your devices away and just listen to us. Let's not Without lick the devices, nothing. Somehow. Let's not mop the parking lot. <laughs> Let's... Uh, Get right to it. Tonight's strain, Brandon Leafly. Sponsor, not be, should be, could be what? Okay. Good to see you. Uh, tonight's strain is White Cherry Gelato. Yep. Which is a hybrid strain made by crossing gelato with white cherry. Pretty straightforward there. All right. That checks. Brain buster. The effects of the strain are believed to be balancing. Reviewers on Leafly say their strain makes them feel relaxed and sleepy. White cherry gelato is believed to have THC levels ranging from 15 to 20%. Consumers say this strain is a creeper strain, meaning the effects will hit you later than you might expect, so partake with caution. The dominant terpene in white cherry gelato is currently unknown. Medical marijuana patients say this is er, say they often buy this strain during episodes of insomnia. The original breeder of white cherry gelato is also unknown. Whoa, two unknowns? Spooky. And we're and we're inhaling this. 
Well, you, you only it's, the, it's once, of unknown origin. It's not like we know what it is. Yeah, but I mean, science ought to be able to nail down the old uh, caryophylline or something, right? So who invented the it's wheel? Strength. Uh, caveman. Right, but what specific to like, Frank? Right, the caveman. That's a lucky guess. Open invite to the ghost of Frank. Uh, once again, once the Ouija board is here. Frank the caveman. We should have done the Ouija board today. Well, yeah, Keith I was gonna was say gone. Keith's not here. We should have brought the Ouija board. No, Wait, absolutely. Does he not want to be around when the Ouija board is around? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He says he's not scared, but he's hey, just like, oh, I don't want to do it. Summit. He'll let us hit him with the taser. <laughs> what? Yeah, what? I don't know. I'm expecting that's, a call that's from insane. Keith. It's a weird world. Uh, keep expecting. All right, you got a user review, okay. Brandon? Uh, yeah, this week's user review comes from Micah, who says this strain has them feeling happy, relaxed, tingly, and... Triad. Nice. Now he's wow. gonna fucking say so something. So wait, about. so wait, you're a fan of this guy? So far until he, Brandon probably buried it, he says euphoric like two. All right. I well, I was just happy it wasn't brought up because. So you're saying there's a chance for Joe? Micah gives the strain five stars. Oh, there goes that uh, chance for Joe. Never mind. And says, "quote Great for relaxing into bed or lounging around if you have pain and muscle stiffness." Doesn't feel heavy or sedating. Did, did cause dry mouth and eyes, but the other effects are worth it. Taste is great and a dry herb vape. Uh, we also have another user review from Cecilia, mm-hmm. who says it has her feeling creative, happy, and relaxed. Hmm. And what else? Cecilia gives it four out of five stars. Oh. I don't All think right. Joe's buying this there. And says, quote, almost as good as my favorite, King Louie. But this does work really well for anxiety and depression. I was feeling really down and anxious tonight, and this completely alleviated that worried and depressed feeling I was having. That's good. I feel much more back to myself, or yourself now, with some white cherry gelato. That's actually an amazing many, review. Yeah, that's a good review. Can we do more like How many stars like did she give? Four. Four? Four? That's like Joe's yeah, ideal review. Yeah. yeah, it was short to the point. Huh, good description. Good. Didn't use you fork. Didn't give five stars. Can I rate that review? That might be Joe's See, favorite person on. in the whole world right now. <laughs> Cameron, that's a, Cameron. That, that, you bring up a great question because I have lobbied for this in the past, and uh, there were no, apparently we're not, we're not allowed to. Yeah, we're we're getting too deep with the reviews. Yeah, it's, it's too far down the rabbit hole. It's getting too convoluted. So, Joe, what? What'd you think about what the the review? Obviously, no. no. Oh yeah, yeah. The review is good. Oh, uh, no, I would say it was a uh, medium chokey uh, <laughs> on Joe's on Joe's famous chokey scale. Uh, that Cameron is a scale that I've started. It's going well. Matthew hates it. Oh. Um, it's bizarre. Well, there's either like a, a little chokey or a medium chokey. I thought it was light chokey. Yeah, light chokey. Medium See, chokey or so heavy new. chokey? It's so new. I forget what I call oh, it. scale. Heavy or so. Sorry. Still in it's just choke. It's not chokey. Heavy choke? I thought it was just choke. But it's a choky scale? Either way. Choke, choky. Uh, it, dep- it depends on where you're from, how you pronounce it. Hmm. Whether or not you pronounce the E. Anyway, it's medium choky. And I give it probably a uh, 3.7. Cool, Cameron. Um, I mean, it, it was fine. I was kind of scared to overdo it. And I think I might have underdone it a little bit. But that doesn't Whoa. make me rate it low. It's... I would agree with Joe. It's about 
Mm. Solid. I like how whoever sits in that seat tends to agree with me. I'm a big fan of that. Timbo Slice, what do you got? It was definitely very tasty. Definitely very tasty. I could taste some cherries in there for sure. I'll give it a uh, 3.9. Ben, what's up? L.A. Ben, in the house. White cherry gelato is uh, tasty. I like the taste. Uh, It's got me fucking ripped. Like, it's a head hitter for sure. Like, it just comes up. Nope. It, it puts yep. your head on the tee, and it just fucking smacks it out of the park. I like it. Like with a wooden He's, bat? He saved it with the explanation. No, nah, the college metal, for sure. Aluminum, Ding. gotcha. Yeah. Um, it wasn't too harsh on the it wasn't too harsh on the throat, but it's de- like Brandon said, it was de- or the review said it was definitely a creeper. Um, Purple Dragon Dildo Dick Scale, I'm going to go 3-9. Flat. Yeah, pretty solid. Brandon? Hi, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm torn because on the one hand, this was probably some of the best flavor we've gotten out of any of the wax we've had. On the other hand, I'm not as impressed with the high, but it's still a decent high. Uh, I thought it was kind of more more of like a light to medium choke, kind of like a medium light choke. Uh, if that's on the scale, Joe. I'll allow it. Uh... But I think I'm going to give it a uh, 3.95. Oh, all right. Um, as for me, I did my normal Indian rain dance. I really liked it. I need more cherries, though. Like, I wish I was drinking a cherry drink, like a Shirley Temple, and doing the cherries at the same time, along with a couple other cherries. So I think that would be amazing. I give it a 3.72. Okay. Fair. That brings us to an average rating of 3.81. So 3.8. Sweet. It's not bad. Pretty solid. Uh, I guess about where we would expect it to land. There you go. Yeah. I'm feeling made for some easy math, some... Uh, some pretty yeah. agreeable reviews. I think I'm just in the moment, but it's like, ooh. Nice. That's that kind of articulation that we need during your review. <laughs> yeah. Joe really hated it. Dude, dude, Joe's been over there having amnesia ever since you said headhunter or whatever. Head hitter. That's what I said. Yeah. No, it's not what you said. <laughs> it, it definitely is, but I mean, it, it really just like, I guess it hit the knowledge of Cameron's review out of Joe's head. It makes me want to get my head hit, that's for sure. All right, we've reached the blabs <laughs> part. Yep. Now you can say whatever you want. Yeah, nobody would blame you if you left either. Oh, wow. Oh, Joe's wow. usually the uppity one. Yeah, like, whoa, what's going on? No, stay here, stay Weird here. Weird vibe today, bud. The storm got you down? No. Here oh, comes man. the rain. No, here well, comes the sun. It's kind of pretty out right now. Here's what we need to do. Let's let's not beat around the bush. Let's talk about the sub in the room. Uh, terrible. Yeah, okay, no, so terrible. Uh, yeah, real real. Okay, real quick. Uh, that thing was a de- was a death trap, and rich motherfuckers had it coming. The end. Whoa. I feel bad for the kids, son. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for that one kid. The nineteen year old. Yeah. The rest of them, not so much. He was nineteen. Yeah. Okay. So it was the, one of the dudes, like one of the passengers. Yeah. 
he was the CEO of a company and like he took his son along, but his son apparently didn't want to go or something and was oh worried about it and shit, but went because it was his pops and shit. Yeah. He, oh my gosh, that's yeah, he was wor- yeah, he was worried about safety, about safety concerns, but it was one of the few things him and his dad had to bond, bond over. So they, so he said, sure. Oof. Uh, from what I understand, from what they found in the wreckage, is that the sub sub imploded, and so basically they would have just under that kind of pressure, they just would have been kind of disintegrated into paste within an instant. Into what? Into paste. like a paste. They they turned into paste. That's very descriptive. They would have been crushed. Yeah. Easy. So a washed away crime scene, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're, fi- they're fishered by now. Yeah. That's fucked. Wasn't there a report where they heard it earlier than when the search party went out or something like that? Yeah, there was some advanced they heard uh, sub sub listening technology that the Coast Guard had, and they heard it, but. Well. Uh, and then Mr. Beast was supposed to come. Allegedly. Uh, I, so he I, claims. That's, too, that's super suspect because you're a fucking influencer, dude, so you want people to pay attention to you. I I, I need, need like, to see the receipts on that one. Yeah, same. That sounds a little too convenient. I think he sent the screenshots. Yeah, I can't, right. he, I po- can't he posted a screenshot did, of the text, but happen? I mean, no one's ever posted an edited text before or a yeah, uh, crop screenshot. Yeah, you can't do that. Could we go out on a limb and say this billionaire just wanted to go off grid? No, he was a fucking. I'm gonna rush through this and cut every fucking corner that I can. Yeah, and he try was. To make he money. was. He was very op- openly flaunting the regulation. Yeah, like of he, what pressure? No, he was saying that like he he openly admitted the, like, the submersible corners. industry. Yeah, and about er, and like openly not caring about the fact that this thing was not ready to go nearly as deep as. How far far down the Titanic sets? Hmm. I think they so would have they, tested that. So or they they knew that it wouldn't have been able to oh, stand they, the pressure. So they, they knew that yeah. they could only get away with it a few times. Right. It was like, dude, was it was like it shouldn't have happened at all if it couldn't happen consistently. So what you're saying is there should be more regulation on industries like that. Duh. Good to know. I think Good that's know. an obvious. Like, I'm glad. I'm glad people? that guy guy was willing to die to prove how wrong he was. Yeah. It's a shame he had to take all those other people. Yeah, that with was him. kind of a dick move to take the others with him. Yeah. But then I I didn't kind of feel bad because the two of the dudes were like British uh, like adventurer. It's like that's not a fucking job title. So you got tons of fucking money and you just go around the earth. That would have been more accurate. Come on, Cameron. You can't tell me some guy in a funny hat comes up and gives you a free ticket to a sub ride to the Titanic. You'd be like, and then he told you the. No, va- I'd be the fucking va- terrified. The it's, ocean is. I'm not going unless scary. James fucking Cameron is like Joe. Do you want to go? No. And, then, I, and I'd I'm be like, yes, going. James Cameron. I would I'm go not with you. Fucking go. I do appreciate the. Uh, uh, I saw someone point out. I saw someone point out the uh, rich poetic irony of a bunch of rich people dying in a submarine, going or going to see the Titanic. Where most of the passengers who survived were the rich, who were given priority for the lifeboats. Interesting. Sounds like score one for Titanic. Yeah. Revenge, revenge of all the poor people who drowned. Revenge of the Titanic. Class warfare lives on in the afterlife. Revenge of the stowaways. Well, you're saying the ghosts of the people that died on the Titanic that were poor Specifically, brought down the yeah. billionaires? The yeah. stowaways that were in like storage and shit. 
They got crushed by the souls of the dead Titanic. I wish I could believe that shit. People. It's just it's a hell of a lot better than some plausible. of the other stuff. I think it's I think it's just the fact that we neglect <clears throat> and don't care about like the conditions we put each other through. I'd like James Cameron to give fucking Joe careful. a call right now. <laughs> And see Joe go down to the bottom of the Marianas Trench with James Cameron. I don't Dude. think we can go that far down. Yeah, he's done it. Sea Challenger. Yeah, he's he gone yeah, by he's himself. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it one person? I think it's a two person. You self. and James. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying. I'm gonna need like. I'm not trying to squish in. I'm well, trying to. No, I feel like it's a. If it's a two person sub, it's totally gonna fit two people easily. Whoa. Breaking Not news. really. Two person sub fits two people. Well, you're like, I don't want to be squished. Yeah, you should be good, man. Yeah, but sometimes. I mean, not all those things. Two person sub. Joe squished inside of a two person sub. I mean, not all those things. Not all those things are exactly built to be like roomy and comfortable. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you can technically fit two people in a lot of small spaces, but like, the whole comfortable aspect of it really. Really but Mr. Cameron calls, you'll go with him? If James Cameron is like, yo, Joe from Dubs of Labs, you trying to go to the bottom of the ocean with me? Yeah, let's do it. What if My s- next question is, uh, do you smoke weed? What if Sir, <laughs> what if Sir Cameron calls you and asks you to go to the bottom of the ocean with him? Who? Is Sir, Sir Cameron no. the fourth? No, no because, because he's going to fucking find some guy like this sub that, that like, no, a little I'm not. Titan. No, I wouldn't take you because I wouldn't go... At- See, I want I want something reliable. What Not about that Kirk? attitude? Cameron. I don't have anything reliable. Uh, he'd probably just talk to you about like religion all the time. <laughs> Can I talk you into converting to Christianity? Who? I used to play Mike Siva. <laughs> what about James Spader? What about him? Oh, I'm sorry. He was going off of the Cameron, so I was going off of the Jameses now. Oh well, LeBron James. Are we just doing word association? No, yeah. we're gonna go to a uh, with Cameron. What, what what movies you seen? What's going on in the nope, pop world? Even better. So so there was a Nintendo Direct. Yeah, Cameron's uh, got a fucking segment. Yeah, so they they came out with a fourth Pikmin game on the Nintendo Switch. That's coming out later this year. What's a Pikmin? I think Pikmin. Do I really have to explain it? You can yes, look it up. I feel I feel like I feel like he ex- he has explained this before, but yeah, basically, you, you okay. Well, it's been a while since he's been here, Brandon. They're, they're, so the, they're these little it's, it's colorful dudes game. that you yeah. that are like alien creatures that you throw at stuff and they do things for you. They're slaves. Yeah, oh, wow. you can only have a hundred out at a time. Cameron <laughs> plays games with slaves. They're, Got it. Oh my gosh. Huh. Headline. They're like little carrot. They're like little ant dudes. With so so because they're different species, it's totally okay to no, enslave them. I don't no, think that they follow. I don't think that's the lesson. Oh my gosh, they're living in harmony for a common goal. Yeah, but so Basically. do so do people in cults. Doesn't make it right. Hmm. Anyway, it's just a slinging? fucking video game. It's it's <laughs> slinging your morality anyway, around here, Joe. They came out with the first and second one for all the people that wanted to pay play the other games before and then the third one will be coming out uh soon well soon but before the fourth one hmm. well, oh. yeah the third oh, one oh like in order i, I, was actually, I wouldn't have expected I, that i, I was actually hold on because i was hold actually on. really confused do you think when you hold on they're, they're re-releasing these this is gonna you, blow my mind said on they re- a new on a you said new they re-released one and two and i was like wait a they, minute you just said they announced four. What happened to three? Yeah, so three, <laughs> three was on the Wii U, and now on the Switch, they're 
putting it what was reporting it over okay because yeah, basically did, emulators because uh, i didn't using a bu- okay, the whole so system is actually been out because i yeah because i didn't keep up with them past two but it's but i didn't want to wii u awesome. so that makes sense the nintendo switch is revolutionary and also the f- the best fucking zelda game actually the best game of all time just released I mean that's very very Cam- Cameron is our uh, very much an opinion, but is that what a, is well, that a no, Diablo I, I, game? No, I think no. I think everybody should uh, play this game and yes, just for themselves. Diablo Four is the best. But it game. rewards you for doing everything, and there's so much to do, and there's always a point to what you're doing, and it's so gratifying going through and defeating the hardest enemies that you can. I don't know, but Tears of the Kingdom is the game to play. I think everybody's pronouncing that wrong, and it's actually Tears of the Kingdom. No, it's Tears because they're they're. Dragons. I don't know, man. For they're, years, everybody thought Johnson and Johnson. It's baby Dragons shampoo Tears. There's was no more they, tears, they, yeah, and really, it, it meant no more tears. Why don't you just play the game and figure it out? Because you you'll know the truth. <laughs> uh, ma- mainly because no, I it's such a solid game. I haven't owned a Nintendo console since the 64. So you're missing out. Well, with the buy Switch a Switch Lite. Lite. I, you are missing out. It is so worth it. X- Xbox and PlayStation do a pretty pretty damn good job. Sw- uh, yeah, I mean, but Switch is great. The thing with Nintendo is Nintendo is great if you want to play Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. Their third party games Amen. aren't nearly as good at, as you're going to get on PlayStation it's or a Xbox. Lot of exactly. indie games. And seeing how I'm not like a ten year old kid no more, I don't just want to play Nintendo games. I still enjoy well, Apex that, and Rocket that's, League that's on kind the of Switch. No, so demeaning. Cool. That's saying, kind of like, demeaning the way you put that because it's not like that. There's a whole community of. I mean, adults that love and appreciate these because video we games. grew up on them. Yeah, but that's right. the whole point. That's what some yeah. people love nostalgia. I mean, Zelda is still like a fairly mature, like at least like a teenage to young adult game. I like bell bottoms. Do you? Okay. Mario is kind of whatever uh, right. in terms of like age range. Like it can be for whatever. Smash once again kind of falls into that. Te- it, it depends teen on range. like how you play a game is really what it comes down to. Pokemon. And that's the thing about Tears of the Kingdom. You can play it in any way you want. They give you all the tools to be as creative as you want. So to. it's a choose-your-own-adventure? People, people have built some crazy So it's crazy an open shit world, up. and then you can build things. You you have an, a whole weird ability where you can attach objects. Uh, you can combine things with your sword. All the items can attach to your sword. Your, uh, your arrows can all, also attach to all your items and create different abilities and and uh, it's very interesting. So the video game industry it's, it's is a coding using disaster. children across the world <laughs> to invent new weapons for war. All right. Oh my gosh. Um, Sounds like, like Ender's Game. It's it's a fantasy world. <laughs> Until it's not. It's fucking Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, that's what they want you to think. Probably right? working on flying horses and unicorns right now. You can build. I've seen people build like motorcycles and computers in that game at this point. Computers. Uh, so do you think, Cameron, yep. you're the video game Robots, expert? but do you think that um, mechs that the the majority of new games are going to just all be open world and then like you build stuff and some? No, I think there's a. It's it's good to have a different variety of games. Just, like I, feel I like love, there's just a lot of open world games this point. I well I agree, but I feel like if you're if you're talking open world games, this is the open world game to play. Mm. Nice. Anything else? Uh on that, 
topic? No, not really. Huh. Did you did you talk about Nintendo Direct? Uh, yeah, I went into Pikmin. That's all I really cared about. There was uh, I mean, there was Mario RPG, which is uh, Mario shoots RPGs. No, it's an RPG game. I would play a Mario shooter game. It's not no. Oh, like Mario meets Duck Hunt. RP- nope, Mario meets you know? Call of Duty. Oh, but absolutely, the, the Duck Hunt gun would be one of your. Oh my gosh. Oh, and then one of your pistols, one of your have shot you ever arms, play- could Joe. be the Nintendo gun. Remember the Nintendo gun? Oh yeah. No. Joe, Put it up you- against the screen, kill every duck. Have you ever played Final Fantasy? No. Well, it's turn-based fighting. It's kind of like Pokemon, if you think about it. Um, turn. Not interested. Well. I don't. I don't care for that genre. Well, it's it's different. It's it's more different than you think. There's a lot more to it. Like Mario RPG is, I mean, it's just a remake. Probably just an update graphics, but they did it really well. And it's from the '64. I don't know. You said that was the last system you owned. I don't know how you didn't own that one. That one was. Uh, because I was playing Smash Brothers, uh, okay. GoldenEye, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I mean, that's solid. Uh, yeah. Classic. NBA on NBC, which was just an NBA Jam game, but with NBC's logos. <laughs> uh, yeah. NFL Blitz. Interesting. Okay. That's, that's I played NFL Blitz, and that was fun. But the other one, no. Oh, yeah. That's all I got. All right. Nintendo. Well. I, I'm a big voucher. Cameron's for Nintendo. Uh, Cameron has Nintendo stock. So yeah, also found no, an article on it from a uh, from a uh, Ka- er, from a uh, Kotaku. From who? I just have love. Um. Word. So yeah, basically they've built a uh, built a functional computer er, a functional computer slash calculator capable of, of uh, doing additional functions, which is the most basic form of uh, processing in a computer. You know what I say, Matthew? Bring back the TI-83. Yeah. Hey, uh, Cameron, fun fact there, bud. Uh, on the uh, Nintendo, did you know that Nintendo like revitalized the gaming industry back in the 80s? They're like, they're yep. the ones that brought it back to life. They're the saviors yeah, well, of modern video games. They also created the first 3D game. While we're bringing things back, bring bring back the Nintendogs. Bring back nostalgia. Nintendogs for Switch. Was wasn't it Mario 64? Or was it? Yeah. Mario 64 was the first. I would play the Unicycle Smash game. Brothers greatest game ever. Absolutely. Love all um, those games. And then a lot of people say Ocarina of Time is the greatest game of all time. Yeah, but but all it's those okay. people all those people would it, be wrong, Cameron. Whoa. I mean, that's that's ca- not it. You can argue against you Blitz call me wrong. Yeah. Da, 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 that's your favorite da, da, game of all time. What fucking console? Ocarina of Time? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Really? That's actually your favorite game? Yeah. That's awesome. Hell yeah. That's it's not- revolutionary. Yeah. It, it it did more than any other game. Cameron, we actually okay. watched a video like, on just how revolutionary it. that was. But like, it's not the, it's the not the best. composition of- in that game was revolutionary. Composition the music? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's just the, the whole direction. It had so much passion behind it on every direction. Because essentially, the you music, had music, the abilities, like, the in, in terms of like the music, like thought out. Because your character had to be able to play this ocarina, Is which te- they assigned, I think, yeah, five buttons to. So yeah. you essentially had to be able to play these, or play music using these five notes, and so everything was written 
using five notes. Limitations breeds. There's a lot of country songs so only much written with four, so. Uh-oh, you know what that noise means. I mean, uh, the de- er, the defeaters are back? Ben, yeah, Ben wasn't on a cruise. <laughs> oh, that's the, hey, you gotta pay the bills noise. Oh, well, we'll, we'll make sure we fix that sound effect next week. That's why I didn't go on a cruise, is because we gotta pay bills instead. I know, you got my gas card? Yep. This week's episode of the Dabs and Blabs podcast, brought to you by The Resurrection of Esh, coming to a theater near you, soon, starring... Sir Cameron the Fourth. That looks really good. Academy Award winner, Leonardo DiCaprio. What? Okay. And no, no way. Academy Award winning actress, Kate Winslet. Can oh. he reuniting ca- for the first er, for the first time since Titanic? I think. Can Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio kill me, please? In this film, can he please kill me? Like first off, there's very no, violently. There's zero way that we'll Brandon fu- was we'll able to secure Leo. There's no way. There's no way. We'll find out when the life and death death of Ash. Or, sorry, The Resurrection of Esh. Yeah, see, now, the, you're already talking the about the prequel. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, or the the original's already out. Uh, Leo and Kate Winslet fam- Is this like a were, zombie uh, film? Not in that one. I'm not sure what it is. It's Once again, we'll, we'll find out when it hits theaters. Well, <laughs> okay. Soon. I'm in it, and I don't know until it hits theaters. Got yeah, it. yeah, like Brandon well, said. Well, you'll <laughs> you'll you'll find out you'll find out when you get to set, but you're not allowed to tell us because of the NDA. Is oh, soon yeah. before or after the Mountain Drew movie? Uh, contract contractually, in order for me to do the seventh season, after. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that has to place. Yeah, it has to go six season pause movie, Mountain Drew movie, then season seven, and then we can do whatever we want. <laughs> uh, but uh, what? Quick theater I, hack. I'm only here for six seasons in the movie. Sesbian hack? Quick theater hack, now that they make you do Except everything now in digital. Movies. You could go into the theater and then grab the big bucket of popcorn yeah. and the drink and then bring your own straw and then just go back up there and get them both refilled for free. What? What What does your straw have to do with it? What? what why are you taking Yeah, what's the smoke and mirror <laughs> Sounds like a song. about the, the, the straw? straw you go into the movies. <laughs> yeah. If you get a big a fucking drink hat. and a big fucking popcorn, right? They will give and you, you pay for unlimited. It. So sixty dollars. Right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and you, yep. <laughs> free refill there, free refill there for as long as the movie be going. Yeah, that's how it works. Air? Yeah. So you walk that's in, the theaters. kids are busy on their Snapchat, and then you go to the bathroom, and then you go to the garbage, and you pick up a large drink. Nope, I'm and out. Yeah, a nope. large popcorn tub. Refills. You just get it refilled. Nope, I'll just I'll nope. I'll use same cup. What the fuck? Yeah, what do I need no. two it's cups a, for? I'll look dumpster diving. It's yeah. with you. It's a theater hack. Where do you clean no. out and sanitize the cup then? In the bathroom, if you want. Yeah, nope. Thumbs down. What the fuck are you talking Thumbs. about, bro? All right, Matt. <laughs> with Ben. We got a good one this week, folks. Folks. <clears throat> I like the confidence. Uh, That's awful. The cool thing about this this uh, car is the engine. It's not the, I mean, it's a pretty run-of-the-mill engine, but it's how it's used in the car. We're doing a, let me make sure I get this right, fifth generation Monte Carlo SS. What year? Or no, sorry, sixth generation Monte Carlo SS, 2000 to 2007 production. This is uh Why wouldn't you just get the Intimidator one then if you're going to get those? Whole generation and it only lasted two production years. 2000. 
the to 2007. Oh, I thought you said 2006. I, said, I should years. have said 2000 That's a through long time. 2007. Okay, so, yeah. Seven, or, I guess, eight production years is much more reasonable. Yeah. Uh, the one we're doing, though, is the SS variant, and this came with a 5.3-liter LS4 V8. Okay? Which, like I said, pretty run-of-the-mill engine. But the cool thing about this is it's a transversely mounted V8. So instead of the four cylinders going front to back, they go side to side. Blue and it has, block. yeah, and uh, I think so. Not it's not cast iron. That's the LS one or the LT one. <coughs> oh my god! Yeah, aluminum. God bless you. Uh, but anyways, there is no uh, it's on a transaxle too, so it's front wheel drive. Good answer, Kevin. It's front wheel drive. Transversely mounted V8 is the one that, like, Dale Earnhardt. Those axles have got to be sturdy. Yeah, buddy. You already know. It's a uh, lot of torque for a little <laughs> shaft. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Um, Why did it just get horny? Not the best styling, <laughs> but... Uh, Welcome back, Cameron. Also, not the best, like, configuration for uh the transaxle of a car. Like, but... I mean, pretty cool nonetheless. And it's a Chevy, so and it's got an LS. The Chevy. It's a Chevy and it's got an LS. All right. It's a Chevy. How can you hate on it? Um, Chevy. Ben, I got a question. <laughs> yeah. What's when up? you're out and you're riding around, specifically, it's a specific question, in the passenger seat of your friend's car, and you see a cool car, and then you pull up to it, do you start a conversation with the dude about the car? No, I'm uh, not that guy. Oh, okay. Well, Tim is. Uh, <laughs> we put, what was that car that we pulled up to the other day? Like, dude had his window down. It's hot day. So did we. And Tim just like mid-conversation uh, <laughs> mid talking to me, just looks the fuck over out the window, starts talking to this guy. Hey, nice car, man. Like, so. I just, I just I didn't know how common this was. Because I don't I fucking. Miss, I misread the label on the back of the car. Um, I thought it said ZL1. Um, it was a Camaro. Yeah, but it was the teared down. It had everything except the supercharger. Oh, okay. I mean, it looked good, sounded good, but it was just I don't ever the the farthest I'll go usually is just like a oh little head nod. You know what I mean? Like, hey oh, man, nice car, dude. It's, it's a nice summer day. Windows are down. I mean, teach why not? Run. Why I not? Just, why not give the guy a compliment? He probably worked really hard to get that car. You know, you're right. <laughs> I'm sure his friends tell him he's done a great job. It's a like, Chevy with an LS. How can you hope, be mad? Hope his dad's finally proud. Actually, those are LT motors now, but same He'll thing. He'll never get that. <laughs> they went back to cast iron. I don't know. I don't. I think it's a different engine. It's not bad. Because the it's LTs not, I know, are the I know what you're talking about, and it's a completely different motor. It's like, uh, it's a different block and everything than an LS. And the generation before, because the LS was pretty much the same as the old LT designated blocks. Wow. This has been Engines with Ben and Tim. Broom. You done? Yeah. We huh. can be until Tim finishes looking up what he's looking up, and then we'll probably be done. <laughs> What's he looking up? Oh, you guys can go ahead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll let us know if we're needed. To be determined. Yeah, yeah. He's just seeing if he has anything. You came in here earlier. You were telling us about how amazing we are for being human beings. Who was? Ben was. I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah I, did. didn't, I didn't. What? what? I've been he here the whole time. Fantastic sniffers. Oh. oh. 
Yeah. Oh, um, how how humans human, are really cool. How humans can smell the rain. Yeah. Yeah. But to what that. magnification of effect, Ben? Okay, so the the term that I or not the term. The Start statistic. off with the dog thing. Okay, so dogs dogs are supposedly they they have supposedly a hundred times quote unquote better um, noses or more sensitive noses than humans. They have some pretty strong sniffers. Yeah. That is a. I uh, mean, they can they they can smell dog or they can smell human uh, smells very well, but humans can smell rain really well. Famously. See, yeah. Ben said that, and I thought I used to be crazy. Yeah, so if you've ever, like, smelled a storm coming in, you're not you're not crazy. That was an evolutionary trait that we got from being able to smell where to take our camels to find water in the desert. Well, thanks a lot, Charles Darwin. You're welcome. Um, but the, the actual number, like, how, how sensitive your, your nose is to that is... Um, you can smell it one part per 10 billion, which is a thousand times stronger or a thousand times more sensitive than a shark's nose is. But is that to saying smell blood that, and water? But is that saying that all of us came from somewhere in a desert at some point? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, specifically Africa. Homo sapiens. As that is the cradle of life as been discussed by me and Brandon many yeah, times. The but river, in the desert? I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's a couple people hanging out there. Not a There's a specific area called the Cradle of Life where they believe it came from. It's between two little rivers, the Tigris and the Euphrates. Well, that's the Cradle of Civilization. Civilization. Oh, okay. Where, like, the first cities were built. Humanity itself, or that's in modern Iraq, though. Humanity Fuck. itself comes from closer to, like, the East African Rift Valley. Okay. Uh, Which is, like, near uh, like modern day. Like, south of Egypt? Yeah, like that, like... Sudan. Like the modern Horn of Africa, like Ethiopia, oh, like, Somalia, and hmm. stuff like that yes. on the backside. Okay. Hey, uh, Ben, to answer our question there. Yeah. They the LTS they're all aluminum blocks. How, okay. However, they're way more expensive to build. Okay. Oh. So they're still yeah. an aluminum block. Yeah, they essentially use the. Um, <clears throat> they have. They have like eight oil sprayers that spray the bottom of the pistons to keep them lubricated and keep cool. Oh, sweet. So it's like <coughs> way more stuff that can go bad. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like an oil pump or like mm-hmm. a... I'll stick with an LS. Yeah, they're very cheap and mm-hmm. and they're readily available. Small block Chevy runs the world. LS swap the world, baby. So the cast iron one's the more common one? Cast iron is like... The <laughs> late nineties. Yeah, that's like your. Uh, it's like it's like do you, excuse me. It's like the old like the old SS Camaros like back in the late nineties. So before like two thousand two, right. they were all made of cast. They were all LT one cast iron block. That was a engine they used forever. All the SUVs had cast iron blocks, like all the Denali's and the Suburbans and stuff like it, that. It does say that on the newer LTs, though, that the 6.6 liter for the trucks is cast iron. Bro. Oh, is it? Yeah, because it says they're more robust in design. Yeah, it's a lot heavier. You want to save weight on a race car. Vroom. Vroom. K- 
cast iron seems to be a little more uh, the equivalent of the orchestra playing. It's, with it's people really all about, it's about heat is what it is. It expands. So if you have an, an, a piece of aluminum and you heat it up, it's going to expand <laughs> a lot more than when you heat it up to the same temperature than a piece of iron. No, we can see what's going on, but uh, <laughs> Matthew and uh, Cameron are making car sound effects and Matthew's pretending to be the driver. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I me. was listening to you so guys. So they're sidecasting? Oh, big time. <laughs> Copy that. Sidecasting. Or, or are you guys sidecasting? Oh, how the turntable. We're the real feel. show. Come on. No, because like, this isn't a visual podcast. <laughs> All I keep thinking about is trying to get a job at the airport as a drug sniffing dog since my nose is so powerful now. Yeah, I don't no, think, not yeah, I don't think I don't you think, specifically, yeah. your nose. I don't think any of us Does are. Does that mean by. we can all become weathermen? Matthew's like this, this, bag has, this bag has weed, weed in it Can I have it? Can I have it? Can exactly. I have it? Yeah, we're gonna need to take that to the <laughs> Family Guy did an episode Where Brian became A drug sniffing dog At the airport And then he got A cocaine addiction Oh yeah I remember that Yeah <laughs> And that was before He moved to Hollywood To become a porn director That's right? not gonna happen same, same same I think that was Yeah, yeah that same was. arc Two episode arc <laughs> What? Yeah this is back when When Family Guy would do like Multi-episode arcs Man, I missed that show. I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's still it around. No. I, I need say, to start it watching it again. It didn't stop. Man. I don't know. Just rewatch what what happened. Yeah, just go back to the good old days. Yeah, yeah back that. before uh, back before there was too many seasons and it was all just cutaway gags. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hot takes on Family Guy, huh? Cutaway gags are great, though. Some of them. I was watching Cleveland show earlier today, and it was hilarious. I forgot how funny that show was too. Oh man, Ben, that reminds me of that time when we cut to that thing, cuts cuts to other er, entirely unrelated segment. Uh, I just would take this time by uh, Brandon's on a rant here to open it by Seth MacFarlane so he can defend these accusations made by Brandon. I mean, I think Seth MacFarlane would would agree that the writing on the later seasons. I'd like to see an impromptu. I think it's a taste debate between you and Seth MacFarlane. I mean, I'm pretty sure Seth MacFarlane has publicly stated since, like, that the writing isn't as good as it was when he was more focused on actually writing Family Guy. I'm not worried about the show. I just mean you versus Seth MacFarlane. Brandon versus Seth MacFarlane. A one-on-one impromptu debate. Like, just what? where you guys slay each other. About about what does it matter? The I don't topic know. comes like, out I'm of a, a hat. Like, how I'm the a fa- fuck I'm a does most of work? Like, I, I how don't, the fuck does I don't you know, know anything about Brandon? Feels like a lot of backpedaling <laughs> now. Feels like Brandon's kind of backtracking. No, I said early Family Guy was good. I Are said American. I've said before that American Dad is good. I've said before that the Orville is good. To figure out who Orville is, is good, so he can probably roast him. Da, 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 da. Ooh, is the band Today's warming birthday? up? Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> you guys got birthdays? No. So, oh, I thought oh, you had I, some. I, no. feel, I feel like it's. Oh. No? Mine's in no five birthdays? days. Oh, happy birthday, Five Day. Oh, by the way, in case you guys didn't know, I am a... Faded the fuck out. And happy birthday to L.A. Mark. She's 29 today, I think. HBD, yo. Happy 29th. Be 30 next year. Huh? HBD, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Happy birthday. Okay. I have tinnitus right now. It's awful. Tinnitus of what? Tinnitus? My my, my ear is fucked. It's just ringing. That's all I hear. You need to get a different stripper if they're fucking your ear. 
Whoa, good idea. Stripper advice with Ben. I That's don't a good well, idea. really not not on the stripper thing, but as for the ring ringing same, it might actually uh it might actually be an issue with some with something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, is that is that the board issues with Brandon? Um, no, I don't think it, I don't think it's a uh, board thing. I think it it, it could thing? just be a me and Cameron thing, honestly. What the fuck's happening? Do you not hear ringing? Do you guys do you guys not hear the ringing? Am I crazy? Very are, are we all gonna are we all gonna die or just me and Cameron? Just you and Cameron, I guess. Okay. It's definitely this has been. Do you hear the ringing? No. Have you ever heard the ringing? Nice. I found the I found the source of the mysterious ticking noise. It's a pipe bomb. Oh my god! Did you guys? Hey, hold on. Seriously, did you guys hear horns? No. Okay. It's just me. Yeah. And the listener. You're welcome. Uh, Do we have any other birthdays? It's George Orwell's. Oh hey! Happy birthday, Comrade Orwell. Fun fact: a lot of people think think that uh, George or that George Orwell uh was a conservative because he wrote so many or so many pieces uh lambasting uh specifically like Stalinism and Soviet style socialism, but Orwell himself was actually a socialist and fought in the Spanish Civil War. Hmm. It's Carly Simon's birthday. Oh, nice. Nice. More of a Paul Simon fan. <clears throat> How many Greg days is it? Uh, 170-something. Dikembe Mutombo's birthday. Wow. Oh. I'm going to skip over the oh, nice. number. Okay. Well, Dikembe Mutombo, I like that birthday, but I need to know the Greg day. Hmm. Matthew was so keeping count, wasn't he? 170-something. Yeah. What's uh 69 plus 7, Matthew? What do you think it is, Joe? Oh my gosh. <laughs> do I really have <laughs> It's Busy Th- Phillips' birthday. The 176. Tim, can you take me home? <laughs> I mean, I picked you up, didn't I? Yep. Cool. Whoa. Well, I'm in like now. He is like. It was a joke. but Yeah, he's saying he wants to leave the podcast. Did you pick him up at the bar like he picks dudes up? Hey, nice callback. Shut the fuck up. First, first, first good callback in Ben Ben's time on the podcast. Yeah, but I would argue that if anybody had any experience with picking up anything at a bar, it would be Ben. It would have probably been Ben. Yeah, I was doing I, I was doing those things before Ben was probably even alive. Picking Whoa. up dudes at bars. Chicks. <laughs> all, right, yeah, all right. You needed to clarify that one. Yeah, I mean. Kind yeah, of that one. We both probably had our fair share, Tim. You walked into that one worse than I did. They just kind of put it on me. Wow. They just put just it like on me. Just, you just, just like that dude with the You're just going to open that door even wider, huh? It was forced. Wow. Yeah, I'm already thinking title ideas. Nice. <laughs> Kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> What's one rule you wish they would change in sports? Pick any sport and pick any rule. Soccer. Challenges. Change it. Challenges. I hate the challenge. Of what? Why? what any sport? sport. Oh. Any you're take, sport? Yeah, you're taking you're taking the, the, the referee out of it. Well, because the referee can't see everything. No. So it makes the game better and more. So consistent. then you might as well just get rid of them then. No, 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 Tim. We don't need cameras. They're they're working on it, but the system's not perfected yet. The the referee should be able to reference the camera. It's coming. 
Yeah, that's just giving yeah. the referee a tool to utilize to be yeah. to make I a think better that's more. What happens to it's, make a better more how informed. Long until I mean, how many years to be? By how many years to be play sports without having challenges? How I many think, years I think challenges make sports more. Uh, how many official? people did man? All right, for, all right. So if if I was to pick one sport for challenges to to not be a thing, it'd be basketball because they take way too long. I can go with that. Just to continuously get the call wrong. Yes. Yeah, if you're especially if you're not getting the call yeah. right. Hey, I want to challenge that foul. Uh, yep. Come on now. Yep. Turns out we got it right to begin with. Like what? That clearly shows you showed you were wrong. Nope, we can never be wrong. And if you criticize us, you'll get fined. It's kind of like the pass interference penalty in well, football. Well, I think a challenge well, should definitely pe- have a price to pay if you're doing it when it doesn't need to happen. Yeah, that's why they take your time out from you. Well, yeah. I pick so. soccer. So that, that's exactly it. Full contact. That's rugby. I mean, it, it is a contact that's, sport. It's just rip my ankles. That sport exists. Rugby. I would that, do that. I would do yeah, that rugby. if we could play barefoot. I, I mean, you can use your hands in rugby. It's just how you advance the ball changes. No, I was rules. talking about soccer. If we can play soccer barefoot, then I'm cool with full contact. Just start a barefoot uh, in, league and then Indian boom, rules. Yeah. What is it? Indian rules. I don't think. The Indian national team was famous. Was famously barred uh, during the or during most of their golden generation from playing at the World Cup because uh, their uh, team refused to play in cleats. Partially could, because most of the team couldn't couldn't afford them, but even one uh could hurt their one, game. Yeah, even when a uh, company offered to spon- sponsor them and provide cleats, they said no because they were afraid that they wouldn't or that they wouldn't play as well in cleats because they weren't used to it. Hmm. I think after a week they would have been fine. Of course, they'd have to get sponsored by a sock company, too. <laughs> Just putting on leather cleats to play in. No socks. What about a, a shin guard company? Yeah, that for would help. Cricket? That would help, too. Huh. No, this was for soccer. Sports with Brandon. Sports. Oh, is that how you're supposed to do it? I don't know. Okay, well, uh. <laughs> Shit. M- NBA draft was this week. NBA jams this week. All right. NBA, dra- NBA draft. He's on fire. Uh, last night, actually, uh, as expected, Victor Wembanyama. Wembanyama. Seven uh, foot five inch. Needle. How old? Needle. Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, what? Out of France. He towers at that age. He's the first Fucking French God. number one. That I'm not as sure about, but it wouldn't surprise me. The one me. stat I know about it, Brandon. He's the first French overall number one. Well, fun, good for him. Uh, I uh, mean, he's certainly he's certainly far and away the uh, best prospect in this draft. Oh uh, yeah, geez, seven five. Yeah, when yeah. you can stand up and dunk from the fucking free throw line. And he well, go- yeah, when you're hitting your head on the ceiling, no matter where you walk. And he goes to the Spurs, who have a. Well documented history of developing great bigs into championship winning players, and they have a Greg Popovich. That's very helpful. Uh, speaking of which, oh, Wembayama said he had uh, he had dinner with Tim Duncan and David Robinson. Those oh, uh, wow, those two aforementioned Hall of Fame Hall of Fame championship They're winning. Actually, imagine seating those three at a restaurant, uh, like, as well uh, as, as well as mo- <laughs> gladly, well, absolutely, as well as hi, uh, nice to meet you. Hi, as nice well to as meet you. you better be looking up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, as well as uh, fellow Spurs legend Manu Ginobili, also at the dinner. Oh. Wembayama said he learned more in that one er, one night about basketball than he had in his entire life. 
Do you think David Robinson and Tim Duncan speak French? It wouldn't surprise me if both of them did, but... Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I could see it. Because uh, you know Manu probably does. Well, Manu... Is Argentinian. Manu is Argentinian, yeah. He might speak Italian, but French, I'd be... I mean, it's possible. Didn't uh, he play in Europe before he came to NBA? Yeah, in Italy. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Tim... Maybe. Uh, he's from the Virgin Islands, so they still... still Tim's not English from the Virgin Islands. Tim's from Halifax. Tim Duncan. Oh. Uh, and then David Robinson, maybe just because he was in the Navy. Who knows what languages he could speak. That's what I mean. It's both like, if you told me both of them knew how to speak fluent French, I'd be like, yeah, sounds right. The only reason I wouldn't put, put it past Tim and Ma- Manu is because they played Tony Parker, and I imagine he could have at least taught them some. Or maybe they intentionally didn't learn French to piss off Tony. Yeah. Like, they learned everybody else's, but they're like, we're just going to fuck with this guy. Ma- Manu's over there in his thick Ar- Argentine accent, like, hey, you're in, Amer- you're in America, speak English. <laughs> <laughs> French is really hard to speak if, like, you speak a language where you speak from the back of your mouth, because French is spoken all with the tip of your tongue and your lips. That's what the French wants you to think. Well, it is. Vivi. Well... Uh, but no, in other sports news, uh, Ellie De La Cruz, hot prospect for the Cincinnati Reds, hits for the cycle. And has matching Crocs as Keefe. Didn't uh, he do it oh, in yeah. his first four bats of the game, too? Uh, That's pretty impressive. Cameron, what are you doing? He hit a cycle a by the sixth inning? Yeah, cycle, yeah. Oh. Uh, first, first Red since 1989, uh, when coincidentally, Eric Davis, the last notable Reds player to wear, uh, De La Cruz's number 44. Oh, that's cool. Uh, hit for the cycle. Um, uh, he jo- also joins Mike Trout as the only uh, players age 21 or younger to uh, ever hit for the cycle and-, and record a steal in the same game. Damn. Yeah. Nice. He's uh, a runner. He's a track star. Let's see. Um... Yeah, in terms of uh, other sporting news, uh, Gold Cup kicking off here in North here in North America. Uh, USA uh, earns a one-one draw thanks to a late goal from Brandon Vasquez, uh, equalizing against Jamaica. Um, for Jamaica, pretty good result. Uh, this is definitely a game where, for a team of Jamaica's quality, you know, you come out and you hope to be able to walk away with at least a share of the points, and they managed to do that for the U.S. Um, not an ideal deals. Uh, result with a uh, bit of a weakened squad. Jamaica was definitely the better team for the first half, but the team responded well in the second half. Uh, managed to find that late goal to uh, tie things up and get a point out of things. The next two games should be easier for the U.S., so should still be able to easily get out of the group. Um, but obviously the Gold Cup, big deal for the U.S. because it's the uh, Confederation Championship. Uh, you always want to try to win that. And yeah. Uh, I think that's most of what I got. Oh, yeah. Uh, Inter-Miami announced uh, that they're signing uh, Sergio Busquets. Yeah, uh, Mr. Biscuits. Biscuits from... and gravy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lionel Messi will be joined by his former Barcelona teammate at the club. Uh, Busquets signing a two-year deal through 2025. I don't think that's the last big name that comes over in uh, a post-Messi MLS. Yeah, no, I mean, they... Miami alone have been linked to the likes of uh, Jordi Alba and Luis Suarez on top of Busquets. What about Neymar? Uh, 
Neymar, I think, is a little bit more of a reach. His PSG contract does expire next year, but I imagine he'll either He's followed Messi. Does Miami I mean, technically, really Messi followed him to PSG. Well, you know what I mean. One, no, uh, not under current MLS roster rules. Anyways, definitely not. Uh, two, um, it's just one of those things where I think Neymar is at a point where he can still compete in Europe if he wants to, and I still think he wants to. I think he wants to go out and continue trying to win a Champions League on his own. Uh, if Mbappe goes to Real Madrid, that's fine. Maybe Neymar goes somewhere else. Maybe he goes to England. Maybe he goes back to Barcelona. Maybe he goes to Italy. Maybe he goes to Bayern. Maybe he stays at PSG. But Neymar at Bayern would be crazy. Also, I think Neymar was also recently in the news for cheating on his girlfriend. Uh, Yeah, he did issue a public apology on his Instagram page for Oops, that. Oops, my bad. But, uh, yeah. Might be. I mean, typical Neymar thing. Uh, knowing, knowing Neymar and his creepy, creepy relationship oh, with shit, his sister. Oh, shit, wrong net. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was with her. <laughs> go. His sister? What? Oh, fuck. Ne- Neymar and his sister have a very, uh, interest- interesting this. relationship. All Let's right. just go with that. We'll they read, are, uh, read more about that. They are very, they're very close. So you're saying Miami can put together a super team and go undefeated? Uh, no. N- almost certainly not. One, because... Technically, they can only sign three designated players, which are players who on, basically only $1.5 million out of their contract counts towards the, towards the salary cap. Uh, the re- the rest, however much you choose to pay them, doesn't count. Hmm. Uh, but the owner obviously has to be able to afford that money. Um, and then... It's all about the money. There are, uh, there are other there are other ways to pay players more that more without, it, without them counting towards the salary cap, but that goes into a bunch of weird MLS-specific roster rules that are difficult to explain even for people who have a good understanding of soccer rules in general and aren't high. Um, <laughs> and are generally high? That's not but, what He said aren't. Yeah, no. Also, Miami currently, uh, they're in the Open Cup semifinal. They'll be playing uh, FC Cincinnati in the uh, Eastern... In the uh, Eastern Conference, yeah, but or, we're not gonna no, s- well, not the Eastern Conference final technically, but the basically the final for the Eastern half of the bracket. But we're not gonna see Messi though. For Messi will be here by the time of that game because that won't take place till next month. But Messi probably won't play until sometime towards the end of this month, beginning of next month. All right. Uh, but he should be playing by the time they take on FC Cincinnati. Whether or not he played, they choose to play him in a cup game is another issue. Uh. But um, he will theoretically be available as long as he you know doesn't like come over here and immediately get injured. Well, I certainly look forward to some cup dates from you with uh, Messi and the gang. Oh, I mean, I I love I love covering covering the cup, so that'll definitely get brought up as well as the uh, Western Conference final, which is well once again not Western Conference but Western half of the bracket, which is Real Salt Lake in Houston, I believe. Um, we go Houston in seven games. Well, it's it's a one game for the in the cup with single elimination. Oh, we go Kansas City in one game. Not an option. Uh, but realist, I mean, realistically, you would probably consider Cincinnati the favorites, considering they're the only team that's actually doing well in the league. But at the same time, that also means that these worst teams, especially Miami, who have Messi and will want to try to make Champions League next year, uh. 
or will have incentive to try harder in the cup because it's the real one realistic shot at silverware for the year. Oh no, there's only one Champions League in my book. Well, there's still Champions League on or in every confederation, even if they don't mean as much. And one of them is called the Copa Libertadores. Yeah, I know FIFA made a whole ass fucking thing out of it, and all the players sucked. I love the Libertadores though. Even the Suarez sucked. South America is so much fun. South America soccer cool. is awesome. It's more teams, but and also criminally underrated in my opinion. Sucky, sucky FIFA players. Uh huh. So uh, tokenomics this week. Um, it could go up. It could go down. I act accordingly. There you go. The old interest rate. Anything. Wow. Oh, that's that was, probably going to go up two more that times was this year. So straight to the point. Yeah. Tokenomics. Well, Matthew has no idea what's going to happen. No, nothing nothing crazy this week. Just shoot, shoot, be prepared shoot, for shoot, whatever. Shoot, shoot. Yeah, just act yep. accordingly. Be prepared for inevitable change. Or whatever Matthew says. It's not going to stay the same. Matthew's Poetry Corner. Matthew's Now with Whisper Theme Music. With Matthew. And my heart's beating out of my chest. And this town is still making me sick. And every penny from my last paycheck, I've blown it on you. I'm bouncing off the walls again, and I'm looking like a fool again. So go ahead and take a picture, and you can hang it up so you can tear me down. Ooh. That's Bouncing Off the Walls by Sugar Cult. Um, I'm a huge FAN of that, so Brandon, what do you got? Uh, this week I have Summer of Love. By Portugal the Man, featuring Unknown Mortal Orchestra, uh, off of uh, Portugal the Man's new album, Chris Black Changed My Life. Go check it out. Um, great track, uh, fun album. Uh, the thing I admire about Portugal the Man, Man is the fact that they totally admitted that they basically sold out to get the radio hits to fund the kind of stuff that they. Really want to do, yeah. Yeah. yeah, nice. Nobody wants to. A lot of a lot that, of bands do that. That's the goal. That's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. That's totally the point. Well, Chris Gaines changed my life. Uh, Timbo Slice, what do you have? Uh, well, we listened to it on the way up to uh, Michigan, I believe, and it was Florida Georgia Line. Oh, uh, may we all featuring Mr. Tim McGraw. Good huh. song. Hell yeah. Okay. Sarah Cameron the fourth. Um, this week, Miles Kennedy. No, but Son of a bitch. we make sure you say that closer to Matthew's no, phone. No, stop it. Um, Miles Kennedy. Anyway, uh, Miles Kennedy. Kennedy. Okay, I can't even get my song out at this point. Um, what Miles Kennedy song is it? Come on, <laughs> it's Delta Sleep. It's my favorite band. Anyway, it's Miles called Kennedy The Softest Touch. Yeah. It's- no. I wasn't going to ask it. I wanted to. <laughs> God damn it. Ben? LA Ben? What do we got? We're going to go with The Skies and Neighborhood by Foo Fighters. Skies and Neighborhood. Great song. Great album. Biscuits in the Neighborhood. Got it. Got it. Uh, Joe? Uh, Seasons of Love by the uh, from the Rent uh, soundtrack. That's awesome. Huh. Going all Broadway on me, are you? Shit's dope. Is it now? I like a little sing-song and then a little theatrics. Musicals are fucking phenomenal. Good time, yeah. Yeah. Broadway does provide the best poetry. The Greatest Showman's great. Oh, great. 